Hello and welcome to Accent of Women, a show by and about women from diverse cultures and languages right across the world. I'm Giselle Hanna. It sounds like headlines ripped from newspapers about global sweatshops in the 1990s. Huge factories of women workers producing consumer products for Europe and the United States under conditions of long hours, low pay, impossibly high production quotas, often unsafe machinery and unhealthy workplace exposures and sometimes abusive treatment by supervisors and managers. But this is the global semiconductor industry. One company in particular is the focus of a major occupational health and safety campaign in South Korea, and that's Samsung. Samsung is a vehemently anti-union company. It's avoided all attempts to be held accountable for the occupational deaths in its factory, a direct result of the chemicals used in the production of microchips that go into its electronic products. A compensation claim that's currently before the courts accidentally revealed that Samsung has been running surveillance on unionists and activists as a part of their union-busting campaign. To talk about all of this, on today's program, I'm joined by Sharp's volunteer doctor, Dr Jung Ok Kong. So my name is Jung Ok Kong. I'm the occupational and environmental medicine doctor, and I'm a volunteer for Sharp's supporters for health and rights of people in semiconductor industry, a kind of labor NGO in South Korea. So we have been following um, the campaign for justice for the workers of Samsung. Um, But if you could tell us a a little bit, remind us about the cluster of um, brain injuries and blood diseases that arise because of the industrial practices of Samsung Semiconductor? Before 2007, there was no idea about workers' disease from semiconductor industry in Korea. But when uh, the first victim uh, was revealed, uh, we found that there are actually at least hundreds of workers got sick in very young age uh, with the cancers such as leukemia, lymphoma, or brain cancers, or breast cancers, as well as very rare diseases such as multiple sclerosis. So uh, since 2007, uh, there there have been many different uh, arguments and struggles mainly focusing on got the legal and official recognition and compensation from the government uh, for these victims. And slowly but steadily and increasingly, we have achieved some recognition of some illnesses and some changes of uh, the compensation policy and in the mean, meantime, there was a suggestion of a social talk, a kind of negotiation proposed by Samsung Electronics to shops. So uh, um, we had the, the negotiation for a few years, but it was not 
smooth enough because Samsung wanted to provide money only to a few visible victims and never take responsibility. So after 1,023 days of sit-in protest in front of Samsung's uh, electronic headquarters in Seoul, finally we got an agreement from Samsung that uh, for the next 10 years, they will provide compensation for a certain criteria of disease, how many, however many workers will come out. You talked a little bit about how the journey um, with these negotiations with Samsung has not been smooth. Um, and you also talked about recognition of the the um, industrial nature of these diseases that was a big part of the campaign in the early days. It sounds a little bit like Samsung is behaving like the big tobacco companies that refuse to accept that a lot of the cancers were a, a result of the product that they were putting on the market. Is that how it seemed to you as well in the early stages of the campaign with Samsung that they just refused, they were making too much money from their products, that they refused to believe that their products could be causing, the manufacturing of their products could be causing this much damage to workers? Um, So Samsung's attitude has not been changed actually. Uh, Their uh, attitude can be summarized as one word, denial. So still, they never have accepted or recognized any um, relationship between the illness of workers and the workplace. Uh, Mainly, their argument is uh, very similar with what tobacco industry did in the past and still. So they keep denying that, oh, there is no sufficient number of workers uh, to prove the relationship. Or they say, oh, there is no uh, definite evidence on which chemical caused that specific disease. And then, actually, they keep every information in secret so that the proof of the relationship is almost impossible. Well, they they are quite a dirty, dirty company and they play very mean games. We know that Samsung is a very um, um, difficult opponent to have, a very vicious opponent to have. Um, so, the, so any attempt to build a workers' union in these Samsung uh, industry, in the semiconductor industry, has resulted in very um, fierce backlash from the company. As far as you know, is there an active union for workers in this industry? Semiconductor is a part of Samsung Electronics, and Samsung Electronics is a part of Samsung Group, which covers a lot of different sectors, and mainly uh, Samsung whole group of Samsung shows their very, very um, strong um, hatred against 
the union, but actually there are unions, and uh, I am not sure in the semiconductor factories, but uh, one or two years ago, there was an announcement that in Samsung Electronics, there uh, be, they they became to have a, a union. I think um, it's it's not really uh, a live living union, but uh, so because uh, legally union should be um, respected here. Uh, I mean, in legally, <laughs> but yes, Samsung has all their uh, efforts against unionization of workers. So I can give you an example of Samsung Electronics Service Center uh, cases. So there are lots of workers who um, build the, the home electronics like air conditioners or refrigerators. So you know when you buy that kind of products then workers should come to your house and set them up. So there are many workers uh, doing that work for Samsung Electronics and they unionized and Samsung had huge, huge, terrible effort to um, destroy that union. And recently what Samsung did against the union uh, is revealed one by one. And for example, there is a worker who actually uh, killed himself uh, as a symbol of strong protest. And he really wanted to make a, a little, um, um, little flame to make a bigger flame of the union. Uh, but Samsung bribed the father of that worker and also police and government back then, every strong social powers helped Samsung to destroy uh, the, the union. And we have that kind of uh, terrible illegal behaviors to to destroy the union of Samsung now. So, of course, the union and also the works of Sharps has a real potential to compromise Samsung's uh, profits. And we can see from the story that you've just told that uh, Sam Samsung will go to very, very extreme lengths to protect its business model, which obviously endangers people's lives in order pr to protect its profit. And one of the things that we've recently discovered that Samsung has done was to run clandestine surveillance of the activists in Sharps. Can you tell us a little bit about, firstly, what the nature of that surveillance was, how you discovered it, what circumstances arose such that you discovered Samsung had been surveilling people? Okay. Um, in the court on the case about uh, union boosting behavior of Samsung against that union in uh, Samsung Electronic Service Center, 
there was a presentation by the prosecutor who uh, investigated the case. And uh, a reporter at the court wrote an article and she wrote that uh, not only the the union people or its workers, but also uh, just the citizens or protesters against Samsung were also surveilled by Samsung Electronics as well as Samsung Group. Uh, not, not by Samsung Electronics themselves, but uh, by someone who got the order from uh, the the brain, a kind of brain, the Samsung Future Strategy Office of Samsung Group. And then she found a few names. She just recognized a few names in that presentation, and it was quick, and she said, uh, she just mentioned a few names that she found, and two names of shops people were written in her article. And later we found that uh, there were lots of names presented in the court, but just, you know, people can recognize the names that they know. Uh, so still we, we do not have uh, gotten that specific presentation or any document, but uh, at least we can say that Samsung surveilled uh, their own union workers and many other citizens, at least dozens of citizens' names were in the presentation. And we do not know the method in detail for ourselves, but in terms of the union members, quite a lot of details were mentioned. For example, they surveilled if this woman worker is pregnant or not, and they surveilled what kind of friend this worker or this citizen meet frequently, and they surveilled the financial status of the workers in the union, and then also they have uh, some kind of information of social relationship of each person. So it's uh, it's not a, a surveillance that you usually think that they can you know they can check oh this workers uh, this worker works very well this worker is diligent or this worker is very loyal to the company kind of thing in their workplaces but no actually they uh, chase many people in their very private life. And has this information been published uh, publicly? So are um, general uh, Korean citizens aware that Samsung operates this way? And if so, what has been the response to the release of this information about Samsung? Actual information is not uh, released publicly as I told you, it was just a part of the presentation in the court. And 
the, that, that kind of material is not available publicly. So, um, and also there, you, you cannot record, you cannot ship video in the court. So now we found that, uh, you know, I myself think, oh, they may have surveilled me. And one of my friends was actually in the court and he he remembered my name in the presentation. So I, I do not, but I do not have any evidence that they surveilled me. So now what we can think about is each person who uh, think who, uh, they are, they may have been surveilled by Samsung uh, should do something because the current situation is focusing on a specific issue, the union busting against the workers in Samsung Electronic Service Center. And now we just found there are other types of victims who is not hired in Samsung, who is just the ordinary citizen. So I, I do not know right now what we can do right now, but at least we cannot ignore this situation. It's some, something like you can see in the spy movie in a dictatorship or in a very terrible society that that really happened recently by this huge group of companies. And on community radio stations right across Australia, you're listening to Accent of Women. I'm speaking here with Dr. Jong Ok Kong. She's a doctor and activist with Sharps, the supporters for the health and rights of people in the semiconductor industry. And obviously this case is still before the courts, so I mean partly you won't know what the outcome is going to be, but regardless of the outcome of the of the court case i imagine getting compensation and justice for the workers of samsung requires many different strategies other than the legal strategy what other strategies are you using for well compensation for the victims but trying to prevent this ongoing damage to the workers yeah, actually, prevention is uh, the best compensation uh, for the future workers. And what we got now is the kind of empty promise by Samsung. So uh, we are trying to do our best to find out how to uh, communicate workers, but still after 12 years of our activities, uh, still we do not have any <laughs> um, visible yield. Uh, but I can tell you one example. Uh, recently, there was really terrible uh, news in South Korea about the workers' cancer case not from Samsung Semiconductor, but from uh, Seoul Semiconductor. That's the company's name. So there was a very young woman worker in Seoul Semiconductor factory, and she got cancer 
malignant lymphoma. And while she was struggling with the disease, uh, the government decided to compensate her because of the improved policy of compensation after uh, more than 10 years of our struggle. So she got this compensation and uh, it was the least thing that the, this society could provide for her. But sadly, she uh, passed away. Uh, but before she passed away, uh, just one or two months before she died, her company sent a person to her house and said that we will file a lawsuit against the government decision to compensate you. We opposed to that decision. So her family just begged, cried, oh, please don't do it. It's just, it is a very small number of money and uh, why do you do that? And the company said, uh, because it will harm the company. And then later, once she died, the company did, uh, announced to withdraw the lawsuit. So uh, now it's okay. But later we found that Seoul Semiconductor is very closely connected to Samsung Electronics. And the top uh, management people of that company had been working in Samsung Electronics. So, I mean, this really, this is a very good example that what Samsung has done here for, decade, for a decade can be spreaded in other companies, not only in South Korea, but also in somewhere else, even the com in the companies with different names, because they will hire some people have uh, having experiences in Samsung. So it's really bad, bad news, and we found it's a really serious problem. And I imagine if workers right across the world supported and stood in solidarity with the Samsung workers in South Korea and even Samsung workers probably in other parts of the world where I imagine Samsung still behaves this way, then maybe we can win some serious changes and some serious um, justice for these workers. Sure. And I, I want to emphasize uh, that any, any company, any worker, any place, I mean, solidarity is very important. For example, if you are working in semiconductor factory, which is not Samsung, then still you can imagine your company uh, may learn something wrong from Samsung. So uh, this is what we really found and learned from uh, the terrible news, recent news, that if there is a, a, a sick worker or a dead worker case in small factory with different name from Samsung in different country from South Korea, still it is our 
issue. And uh, if we do not work together, if we do not uh, concern that kind of cases, then uh, this pain and suffering of 100 workers in Korea will be moved. Not, not will never be solved or addressed correctly, but just moved to smaller companies or different countries. So yes, solidarity is actually the only answer. Well, Dr. Kong, thank you so, so much for your time on the program today. Was there anything you wanted to add? Oh, uh, I want to congratulate the May Day. <laughs> it's already passed, but, um, you know, every, every time, uh, at least one time per year, let's think about how our uh, ancient, <laughs> yes, how the workers ancient in the past struggle. worked very hard so that we can enjoy the current condition. And I want to uh, say that I really respect all the workers uh, trying to unionize and improve the society for a better world. That was Dr. Jong Ok Kong, doctor and activist with Sharps, the supporters for the health and rights of people in the semiconductor industry. She was speaking about Samsung's anti-union and anti-worker tactics that have resulted in the deaths of hundreds of workers, as well as the current compensation claim before the courts in South Korea. And that's all we have time for on today's program of Accent of Women. Accent of Women is produced in the Melbourne studios of Community Radio 3CR with the financial assistance of the Community Broadcasting Foundation. The show is distributed nationally via the Community Radio Network with special thanks to the Community Broadcasting Association of Australia. If you want to get in touch with the producers of the show, you can write to us at accentofwomen at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter or like our page on Facebook. If you want to hear this show again or any of our previous programs, you can download the podcast from 3CR's website. That's 3cr.org.au. Go to the Accent of Women page and follow the links to this week's show. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Giselle Hanna and I look forward to your company again next week.